Welcome to Victorious Living. It matters how am I responding to God? How am I submitting myself to God? You can't be submitted to God and not be submitted to His Word. In the beginning was the Word, the Word was with God, and the Word was God, and the same was in the beginning with God, and so forth. I cannot submit myself to God by ignoring His Word and by not doing what His Word says to do, thinking that I'm going to get what God, what I want from God. Welcome to Victorious Living with Pastor Charles Cowan. Today, Pastor Cowan shares with us faith and hope in the grace of God. We invite you to stay tuned to today's program. If you can't, we invite you to visit our website at victoriousliving.org. There you'll find other audio and video resources to help you in your Christian walk. And now here's Pastor Cowan as he shares faith and hope in the grace of God. So what do we do? We get back to where it all starts. What did God say? What does the word say? And we shut out other voices that's not telling us what God said. If we find a place that, that you're hearing what God said, I would think God's pretty happy about that. Now, the person may not be, but I would think that God's pretty happy about that. We're hearing him. And so faith and hope, faith and hope brings to us all of the benefits of the graces of God. All of God's benefits, all of God's blessings, all of God's advantages, all of that comes to us because of the grace of God. If God had no grace, we'd have no hope. If God had no grace, we'd have no faith. God, God has, we have to hear what God is saying. You know, we can't, you know, uh, we really can't expect, you know, if we read in Home and Gardens, more than we're reading the Bible. Yeah. We can't really expect it. You may get, you may get some uh, good information on how to grow a flower. Mm -hmm. Or you may get some good information about how to grow your garden. Right. But you're not going to get information about what the grace of God has done for you. That's right. And how to achieve what God has done for you and make it viable. Uh, make it make it present in my life until I decide to do it God's way. Amen. Are you listening to me? Amen. So so listen to me carefully. So saints of God, we got to get rid of our stubbornness. Amen. You ever seen a stubborn child? Well, just because we have could have or maybe have a child that's stubborn. God's got a lot of them. <laughs> stubborn. Stubborn. Well, I don't believe that. Well, I don't believe I need to do that. I don't believe I want to do that. I don't feel like doing that. That's a stubborn child. Amen. And a stubborn child doesn't get from the parent what, what, he, what that child always wants. 
That's right. Because we're going to say, I'm going to teach him something. Amen. I'm going to teach, I'm going to teach my child something. And God said, I've been trying to do that for a long time. <laughs> I've got stubborn children not doing what the Bible tells us to do because we don't want to do it. Oh, I want to do everything the Bible says. No, you don't. Ain't no need. Listen, you're fooling yourself. Every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess that Jesus is the Lord. Every knee shall bow and every tongue confess that the word of God is true. And if God said it, you ought to do it. <laughs> if God said it, you ought to do it. Well, I'll pray about it. Uh -huh. I know we've heard that before, hadn't we? Uh, well, I'll pray about it. You know, and I want to hear what God had to say about it. Open the book. And so here we go down life's road, putting on a front. We go down, we go down the road putting on a front because we want other people to see us in the light that we want to see ourselves. You know how I know this? Been there, done that. And you know what I'm saying? Been there and done that. And so we put on this front because we want other people to think we're spiritual. Well, what does God think? It doesn't matter what you think. You're, you, what you think about me doesn't amount to much other than, well, I ain't going over in here again or something like that. No, it doesn't matter how people see you. It matters how God sees you. It matters how am I responding to God? How am I submitting myself to God? You can't be submitted to God and not be submitted to his word. In the beginning was the word, the word was with God and the word was God and the same was in the beginning with God and so forth. I cannot submit myself to God by ignoring his word and by not doing what his word says to do, thinking that I'm gonna get what God, what I want from God. And so, I don't know, I got on a good trail here. I think I'll keep talking. And so you can see then why Christian people who go to faith churches, you know, there are labeled faith churches, but they go in with no faith and sometimes come out with no faith because they've heard no faith in the faith church. And when all that's going on, religion is all we got. Amen. We don't have the power. We don't have the power that they had in that day because they believed what God said and they did what God said and they, re they treated people like God said. And there's power then that's involved in my life as I walk with faith. For we walk by faith and not by sight. Without faith, it's impossible to please God because we got this old dumb thinking up here that we know more than God. 
Well, I don't have to go to church to be saved. No, you don't have to go to the restaurant and eat either. You don't have to do that. But I can tell you one thing, to get what's freely given to us from God, there are some requirements. I hope I get you. And so, but just because we sit in church, you know, it's just like we've heard in the past, just because you go out and sit in your garage doesn't make you a car. Isn't that right? I said, just because that we go out and sit in a garage, I'm going to automatically be a car. Just because I come to church doesn't necessarily mean that I'm operating in faith. And so we wonder why God doesn't move for us. We wonder why God don't show his power in, in our behalf like he says he will in the word. It's because we've, we've set the standard. We have set a standard for our life. We've set a standard of how we're going to respond to God. We've set a standard of what we're going to do and what we're not going to do and left God's standard over here out of the way. So what do we, whose standard are we going to listen to? Whose standard are we going to conduct our life by? Is it going to be my standard or is it going to be yours? Or is it going to be mine? The standard that I have set in order to feel good about my life or about my religion or whatever. So we have to set standards. There are boundaries. Are y'all listening to me? Are you listening to my lecture? We have to set standards and boundaries in our life if we want the best God has for us. It's not going to hurt you to do something that you think you don't need to do where God's concerned. It won't hurt your little pride. I was looking at you over there. I didn't mean let me get over here. It's not going to hurt your religious pride because you do something that you have not embraced, but yet God's word tells you to do it. It's not going to hurt your pride. There comes a place that pride has to go out the window yes, sir. and say, God, it's all you. Yes. Amen. Pride, a haughty spirit goes before a fall. Yes, Somebody quote that for me. And I, pride goes before destruction and a haughty spirit before a fall. Have you ever been around a prideful person? Yes, sir. Have you ever been around a haughty person? So pride goes before destruction. So you can pride yourself in you come to church. I hope y'all come back. I pray you will. We pride ourselves because we come to church and we get haughty because somebody tells us we ought to be there. So pride goes before destruction. A haughty, arrogant spirit 
before a fall. And I, I don't have anything within my human, my humanness that I can take before God with pride. Got to lay it down. Got to lay it aside. Got to put it aside and go before God and say, Lord, all I am and all I ever expect to be, owe it all to you. Without the grace of God, I am nothing. I am nothing without God's grace and power and his mercy and his love working for me. I am who I am by the grace of God. That's what Paul said, I am who I am by the grace of God. And he was considered the most prolific uh, apostle of all of them put together and makes a statement, I am who I am by the grace of God and wrote two thirds of the New Testament. He laid his pride down. He laid that haughty spirit down and he said, I bow my knee to the God and Father of my Lord Jesus Christ of whom the whole family in heaven and earth is named. Got to lay it aside. Got to lay it aside. Got to get the haughtiness out and get the humility in. And the way you are humble before God is, God, I accept what you say. I humble myself before you, Father. And I hear what you're saying. And I humble myself to say, I'll do it. It's our hope that today's message, Faith and Hope in the Grace of God, has ministered to you. We invite you to come visit us at our website, victoriousliving.org. There you'll find audio of today's sermon and different resources and materials that can help you in your Christian walk. If you would like to request a free CD copy of today's message, you can do that by calling 1-800-842-7896. Again, that number, 1-800-842-7896. If you would like to receive a free CD copy of today's message, please request 48. Today's special offer number is 48. From Pastor Cowan and the congregation of Faith is the Victory Church, we'll be looking for you next time on Victorious Living.